Peter Michael, sucking back that hydrating right. water. The high quality H2O. You're staying Patrick hydrated. Damon. That's important. I have to stay hydrated. Yes, you do. You need to drink <laughs> get, way more get, water. Getting on in here. Do you, do you I need to go to the bathroom soon? Do you pay attention to, to your daily water intake? You know what's really stupid and fucking nerdy is? Yes, I do. Like how, how do you do I, it? I, I'm, I drink a shit ton of water. You always have? Always have. Oh, I didn't know that. Which is really strange. Nobody else in the family does, but I, and I honestly, I feel like shit. I can tell. If I go too long without drinking water, I feel like oh, shit. if I you do. To... I thought you were saying, like, I drink all this water, but I still feel like <laughs> shit no, all no. the time. No, it definitely helps. I remember when uh, um, uh, Brett from the Glorious Sons came into the radio station for a visit, and he had he was carrying a jug. The first time they came into the station, okay. and he had a big four-liter milk jug. And I'm like, oh my God. Is he bringing his piss jug? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, is he yeah, emptying yeah. this in yeah. the. But no, he goes through, I think, a couple of those a day. So what's the, what's the deal? Why did you, like, is that just something you grew up with? Like, you need to drink water no, is a very you know, important when it, thing? when it actually, when it really first kicked in is, is I went on a big weight loss kick. Oh, okay. Probably 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, And water plays a huge role mm -hmm. in that. And cool. then ever since then. So I've always, yes, I've always drank lots of water, but then I realized the importance of it. And yeah. that's stuck ever since. So I do, I'm pretty geeky about keeping track of that at least eight cups. So how And do I you, do like eight cups by noon. Usually. How do you track it though? You just know? Fucking app. Or, oh, you actually do? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's amazing. I don't use it all the time. Yeah. But, yeah, there's an app. Interesting. I need to use it more because it's actually the app is a whole, like, food tracker thing. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, pandemic pounds are definitely there. Up, up the water. They're, they're, and that having that fucking smoker over the last, whatever, two years yeah. almost. And I've Eating had lots it, of fatty meat. I definitely notice it there, too. So, do you, well, you, you don't drink a lot of water? No, I try. I try. Yeah. There's some days, though, where, like... I'll be like at a certain time in the day, mid afternoon. I'll be like, "Good God!" Like I haven't had water for hours. It's yeah. just been coffee, which I don't think is very good. Oh, there's some water in there. There is some water in there. Getting it one way or the other. You're right. That's a nice way of thinking about it. Um, man, again, so conversations that we didn't think. I didn't think we'd be talking about water today, and here we are. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about some things that we probably didn't think we're going to talk about in a in an interview with a band called Mountainhead, which I said to you. And we've been interacting with these guys for a number of months now. Yep. Um, because they've been they've DM'd us a few times to you know see about you know what, what's the Get deal. Get us with on the, the show, boys. And um, I've listened to some of their music. Their new EP, Backseat, just came out. I've given that a couple spins. Um, but their personality, their 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 image. Um, before you even get to their personality, is very distinct. Mm -hmm. Um, and. Uh, still kind of a conundrum to me. I think it is another kind of one of those legendary cases of do not judge a book. Oh, by one, its cover. 100%. 100%. <laughs> um, and, and I said to you before the interview, like one of my main questions would be what the fuck is Mountainhead? Right. Because I can't figure it out. It's not a bad thing. But in my from my position, I can't totally Which figure I think it is out. Good. There's got to be a little mystery, right, to draw you in and want to sure try is. to investigate it a little bit more. And yeah, these guys. Actually, I think that's a great point. There's a lot of mystery around Mountainhead, and you, there's a lot to to dive into. Yes, and so uh, Mountainhead is uh, the Hanna brothers, Ben and Kyle, and they're from Georgetown, Halton Hills. Yeah, the, yeah, George, that, yeah. That's the area is known Halton as. is the region, like we are in central Alberta. Yeah, that is Halton. Okay, okay. And then there's. Halton, Peel. And how far is that from where you grew up? Oh, I grew up in Halton. That, that's it's the same. Okay, so it's a, right it's that... a huge, huge, huge region. It's okay. really quite big. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of cool. But uh, 
Yeah, we learned a lot about, uh, we were always going to learn a lot today with Mountainhead, but we learned a lot more than I got, think got into some things that for. We got into some things that we, yeah, didn't expect to go there. I love, I like, it's something that I've always wanted for this podcast, and we've we've achieved it a number of times, I think, but like a certain level of, not a certain level, like a very high level of transparency and honesty. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, we sure got that today. <laughs> we did. A uh, huge <laughs> shout out to Go Services, Inc. and uh, Boast Bar and Stage. And water. And to water. To water. And to our friends, producers, Ryan and Riley, who I think also enjoyed this chat coming up um, here at Communal Creative Studios, which uh, if we can get Mountainhead in here, we will certainly make some very, very cool content. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be lots of fun. Hello. Can you hear us? Oh, yeah. We Loud can hear you very, oh, very oh, well. Right. You got us? Nice. Yes, oh, yeah. We can hear you guys, too. All right. Where are you yeah, right now? That That's my setup. question. That is great. We're going to have to go through some of those. We're, we're going to have to go through some of those knickknacks there. <laughs> uh, yes, we, we certainly can. Yeah, you're definitely uh, definitely dungeon vibes for sure. Productive dungeon vibes. <laughs> That's yep. it. That's yep. it, man. Um, this is the organ for the Kraken right behind us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got Ben and Kyle, right? What up, guys? Yes. Really? Patrick. Peter. Pat- Patrick and Peter. Awesome. Really nice to meet you guys. Uh, congrats Likewise. on the EP release. Thanks, Thank guys. You. And thanks for having us on. Yeah, of course. That's uh, You have been having an exciting weekend or what? Is it like, what's the vibe been? You, you put something out there, now what? <sighs> That's a good question. Uh, we've just been chilling, really. Uh, we had, what did we do last night? Played, we played some Stardew Valley. We kicked back and just played, played a video game. It's about as chill know? as you can get. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we didn't go wild. I mean, we've been stoned all week, but uh, <laughs> that you could know, be it. Yeah, we didn't go too wild, but uh, who knows what we'll do tonight? So wait, are you like you're both running the same farm, or are we doing like some co-op Stardew? Or oh yeah, co-op. Yeah, exactly, okay, man. co-op. Like for year one, year what, what? How many years into the farming are we? We're uh, two, I think. Just, okay, uh, just noobs here, man. Just so you're, learning. You're learning from many, many mistakes. Yes, exactly. Make, making a lot of mayonnaise and cheese. Yeah, yeah. That's not, that sounds about the time when I put that fucking game down. But uh... yeah, so yeah, there's there's been a couple moments lately where it's been like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, I gotta wait another fucking year for this. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. that was not in the loop. <laughs> what what is what is this all about? Is it, like, is, is it Star- farm Farmville? Is what it sounds no. like? Uh, well, yeah. Essentially, it's just way better, and uh, it's quite a beautiful, beautiful little top-down eight uh, bit eight bit game, right? I think that's fair to say. Exactly. It's like exactly. Uh, the cover art for our uh, backseat EP here. Yeah. So we're, so we're just we're getting in the mood for it. I wanted to ask where, like, where did you get the cover art from? You know, you just know some. Obviously, you know some talented creatives across all sorts of genres of art and creativity. But uh, where where did you get it from? It's as funny <laughs> enough as we do know so many great artists and designers we got that one from fiverr i fucking i knew it okay that's why i asked the question that's why i asked the question because i saw it and i was like man that's really cool but like i I don't know anyone that does 8-bit art i wonder if that's a fiverr piece 100 percent. it was we found this guy jessamine who does unreal unreal uh 16-bit and 8-bit uh it wasn't a fiver. It wasn't a fiver though. Oh, yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert, it's not a fiver. <laughs> have you have you used fiver before? I have before? not used fiver. So, no. So the the idea is and I've never used it, so you guys can explain it better, but like you you spend $5 for a concept and then you spend an extra $5 for like the rights to it. Is that how it works? It used to be it used to just be it's just a marketplace, but it used to be a spot where you would pay 5 bucks and get a yeah. service. Like it would be like I'll mm-hmm. mix your song for 5 bucks or I'll do a graphic design for five bucks now it's just a marketplace where 
you know, things are like $300. You can still get things for five bucks. It's like the dollar store, you know? Okay. And, and like, say like this guy will have, you know, his early package is like eighty nine ninety nine, And then there's the deluxe, like they have, it's all scaled now. And it's, it's, it's just a great resource. Uh, just it's a great resource. Creative yeah. things. And if you're in a pinch to get, get some people to help you out. For sure. You know, yeah. virtual assistant, stuff like that. And now would this blossom into something further? Like, would you go back to this guy again and have more stuff done? I mean, sure. If we wanted, yeah. if we wanted some more of this style of art, for yeah. sure. He was, he's a great pixel artist. We've, um, we've been dreaming of a video game too. So yeah, like, we really do want to make a video game. Cool. That'd Just be like sweet. A, easy one like that, like Stardew or like uh, the the pixel or eight pixels or eight bit, whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, that'd be fun if you could yeah. make it a lot shorter than Stardew Valley. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. What, we, we're going to start <laughs> with one end, level. Man? Is it just infinite? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can play Stardew Valley because uh, so it's a you 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 are inherit a farm yeah. in a town that's new to you, so you have to do all sorts of exploring while also maintaining your farm and trying to profit, which means that you have to go buy seeds that are in season or preseason and plant them on a specific date like there's and there's it's like the, are you guys organized fellas because you have to be fucking organized <laughs> this is we what had we're to, learning we had man. to like build we had to redo this. everything because it got fucking disaster <laughs> <laughs> and does this shit grow in like real time like if you're planting a crop you gotta wait sure like five yeah. six months for it to be ready some of them yeah <laughs> really? for sure yeah yeah, yeah. in stardew days some but of yeah them... days are pretty quick <laughs> okay yes. good some of them are just like three four five day like peppers or i don't know yeah exactly carrots exactly. or some shit but yeah like yeah. you can get into like you, you guys will find out you can start growing trees which oh, will yeah. take oh, pretty much a house. full year okay. from what i remember to to profit off of it's like farm simulator but yeah. yeah way less like simulator I get it. Yeah. Attention spans have, I think, dropped a lot since that game probably first came out. <laughs> yeah, uh, you'd be surprised, man. That, that game's like that ra game racks up the the, the game yeah. hours. Oh yeah, right. people love that shit. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a name for your farm? I think it's just Mountain Head Farm. I think. There you go. <laughs> okay, I haven't so even looked. I'm I'm the guest on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> just the ranch hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Handle the sheep. <laughs> so pete mentioned uh before we hopped on that um a mutual of ours someone that was on the podcast uh, about a month ago pete van helvort had made oh, yeah, yeah you guys are from the same town or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so is that is that he... new market or, or georgetown georgetown right georgetown right yeah, yeah. which yeah. is all halton so hills, what's they call it halton hills okay so is halton hills like a, a collective for you, a group you, of towns you is guys that... are hdsb boys or what what's that halton district school board Oh, oh yeah, yeah 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 i was in the catholic one though because he got kicked out of school and uh <laughs> it guilt, wasn't me guilt by association i i switched schools oh, okay so you I, switched yeah okay I, uh, I switched schools at well my parents were like you, you you're never you're never going to get through this uh these years with this principal and I what ruined you're it for him yeah. but I actually didn't because you get to go over to the catholic school it was great i didn't know i didn't know i didn't yeah i didn't know any uh any religious stuff so i, I actually learned something in religion class i was like wow so you both got booted. Well, one of you got booted out of the public school, and then both of you moved to the Catholic. No, I I was done after that. I I graduated, but okay. I wasn't allowed at the uh, celebration. But anyhow, <laughs> I got it in the mail. Are, I'm sure the statute of limitations is yeah, passed. Do, yeah, we get, yeah. do we get to talk about this incident? It's I feel like there's forever, a story. But uh, hey, that's fine. It's it really fine. wasn't that bad. No, at all. it wasn't. What happened, Kyle? I just got an altercation with the principal. Didn't get not physical or anything, but yeah. it turned into. A, silly stuff someone felt disrespected someone in power felt disrespected 
How did you know? Yeah. How did you know, Patrick, man? <laughs> um, do you remember exactly what you said? You don't have to say it, but do you remember, like, is it like a vivid memory in your in your mind? Well, like, he was taking, we had, there was booze on the bus, but it wasn't through the school. And then he was taking everybody's, like, stuff out of the purses, out of the bags. And then I got into his face. And I just didn't think it was right. And he just kind of, yeah, it was that shit. It was at prom. They had a oh, prom. They had prom. A, Sorry, yeah, they had yeah. a private bus off school on function. No permission. Yeah, started going through. Trying to wreck bags. the after party. Come yeah. on. Yeah, I'm trying to protect it. You know. <laughs> yeah, you you don't. You guys don't do prom in Alberta, right? Uh, not per se. No. Like do we you... do have like a we have a grad ceremony and then a, a post grad party. Yeah. Uh, but we don't call it prom. Right. Okay. Prom is. Was it? You actually had it called. It's called prom in Ontario. Oh yeah, like and it has nothing. Well, at least for oh, me, yeah. I, I grew up. I went to high school in Oakville. But oh yeah, unreal. Yeah. Nice. For me, prom was like not even in relation to grad at all. It was about a month before grad, but it's no, no connection. They're not affiliated. Mm-hmm. No. So yeah, it's, it's, it's just like a weird dance. It's like, hey, we want to be American, and <laughs> it's their yeah, king and queens. Like that, man, for sure. Like. I don't remember I don't if I wasn't if cool. Was Kings and Queens. Yeah, I don't think I was cool enough to know if that was a thing. Huh? Yeah. yeah. No, we uh, we just get all dressed up out here in Alberta. We dance around in the local rink. Line dance, and then we oh, okay. head out to the <laughs> bush. <laughs> line dance too, man. And that's that's prom for us. <laughs> yeah. No prom. Prom is a pretty like the 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 girls get some pretty serious dresses. At least in Oakville, I can't imagine Georgetown is all that different. Yeah, it was exactly. pretty, it's pretty similar. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Way too much booze. Way too much. Classic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's probably prom was probably when I learned that you you I can't smoke too much weed after I'm drunk already. That's probably that was a valuable lesson. Yeah. See, same as Stardew. Learn from the mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, uh, that, that's uh, very cool to to know that there's some uh, connection there with you and Pete Van Helvoort. We're we're big oh, yeah, fans yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, teenage, awesome, teenage kicks were uh, were big time when we were. Like in high school or yep. just just out, interesting, of interesting. Okay, yeah, that band is. Uh, yeah, I'm still sad every day that that band yeah. is no longer around. Seriously, the, yeah, they were a, awesome. A great band. Saw them at the Horseshoe quite a few times. Yeah, yeah. Were you guys at their final show? No, okay. we didn't go to that one, but I heard no it was live. Was was uh, was amazing. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it was great. It was a really fun time. Really fun great time. Band. Um, great band. It is. So yeah, your your the new record is out. You guys are from Georgetown. I I, I can yeah. only assume this is our only our second guest from from Georgetown, Ontario. <laughs> it's wild that there's even been through. two. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All the way here in in Red Deer, Alberta. Have you guys ever been to to Alberta? Oh yeah, no. we well, to Alberta. Yeah, not a Red Deer. Not Red Deer, but yeah, our we have parents good friends out there. Our, and our parents lived in Fort Mac for about eleven years, so we were always going to Calgary and Edmonton and the Mac and yeah. everywhere in between. Okay. Interesting. I figured you guys were familiar. I, I emailed them this morning just to let them know that what times and all that, and that we were having our good uh, old fashioned spring blizzard. First day of spring, yeah. and we're getting <laughs> a shit ton of snow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you guys, yeah, you guys knew all that. Oh yeah, we spent we spent some time up in Fort Mac so we could buy some nice instruments. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, compile quite a collection in the dungeon. I'm going to be totally distracted by that lava lamp. That lava lamp is <laughs> which like, one? This one? Uh, lava, yeah. uh, oh, I didn't even notice that one. <laughs> the oh, yeah, one? Too. Yeah, the the redder reddish one. Um, yeah. The, the, okay, I'll try. I'll try my best. Here, I'll try <laughs> block it out of here, man. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> there, there's why the hats come into play. That's it. So yeah, exactly. We block shit out. Of course. Um. So, how long have you guys been playing music? 
Oh, forever, really. I mean, I've been playing since I was a kid. I uh, started playing after I went to university, just took like a music class last semester. Mm -hmm. I was doing finance and I was like, oh, oh shit, I'm doing the wrong shit here. Headed straight for the ditch. Haven't turned back since, man. Yeah. We started a studio together. I mean, well, we're brothers, but we started a studio together uh, years ago. And that kind of just naturally blossomed into us playing in bands and playing in other people's bands. Learning and, how to play. And uh, then, yeah, we started Mountain Head. We started, I guess, we three years ago. And, uh, okay, so and what's the age gap between you guys? Three and a half years. Or three and a half. Years. So, and and you're not involved in finance at all anymore, or what? <laughs> no, well, no, I mean, just just our, our, our general own, ledger, uh, our own. Uh, but that's it. Where where were you going to school for finance? Uh, Western. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Wow. All right. That's quite a swerve. Yeah, it was a good. I mean, I haven't uh, regretted it since, man. That's for sure. It doesn't look like it. I mean, I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine you're getting you're you're walking into too many uh, finance interviews uh, with you know a grill a grill going in the hat at this point. No, I can try though. I might try. Actually. I think that's what that world needs. Well, honestly. I agree. I'm, I mean, there I'm sure I'm yeah. sure they've been fine with tattoos for a few years now, at yeah. least. Right. You'd think. Let's yeah. we got we got to push the next yeah. thing. Grills are next. Um, Trust us with your finances. <laughs> and then where's <laughs> where's the studio? Uh, in Georgetown. Yeah. Okay, we're okay. in it right now. You're in yeah. Georgetown. Oh, okay, I see. I understand. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So yeah. you open a studio in Georgetown. Was that something that you felt was missing from your community as you became more and more involved in music? Uh, it was that, and also just like we didn't want to join the grind. We wanted to do our own thing, and that was what we had at our disposal at the time. We had a space. We had a bunch of gear. I was in school for for audio engineering, so it kind of just all coincided at the right time as like we collectively just swerved out of it because i did one year a business school and that one year i had an eight track recorder in my room and i just made shit the whole time right so i was like yeah i i'm out of here i'm gonna figure out how to record better and then uh yeah did the studio and just started playing playing live and gigging and touring and doing all that stuff crazy and cranking out more than just music from the studio did i read you guys do some like some cartoon stuff and voiceover Oh that yeah, we've done oh we've done God, we've man. done a lot of crazy shit Wild there, stuff. man. We did uh, at one point there was a website called somalicartoons.com and these two dudes from uh, Somalia came here and they had this whole cartoon series and like whatever. We were having a good time. They were great guys. They were cool. They're giving us like you know, cat and hookah and stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> anyways, they they produced this whole series here and uh it was up for a while and it was you know they got animated it was great and then eventually it was gone and we were like what happened they're like we were getting death threats because i guess it was like heavily it's heavily political humor they were pumping out yeah it's like satire and we're like, it's like a no-no there delete, I guess. delete anything that says the, the studio name on it <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> yeah we've done tons of shit and you know we did voiceovers we do ads like music for ads and all that stuff what's the studio called it what well i guess it's, it's still called hannikin studio but uh we basically just operate for ourselves. Yeah, and our, and our friends, whoever want to come through, really. Mm -hmm. Hanakin is in K-I-N? Yep. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Uh, what about, and then you mentioned School for Audio Engineering. Did you did you finish that? Yep. Yeah, Where, yeah I did that. Where'd you go? Yeah, the classic Metalworks. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was cool, though, because I had the, we started the studio when we were, when I was still in college, like, first year, and I started missing a shitload of class. And uh, I went and talked to the dean because they're like, you know, you got to 
do this. And I was like, look, man, I'm not going to come to school and sit here and have someone talk to me about recording when we got a band in the studio and we're recording that band <laughs> and they were really cool about it. And they were, I was like, I'll bring you all the albums we make. And they're like, sweet. So they kind of like worked with me that because I was doing it, they couldn't really be telling me to get to class. Yeah. So they, you know, and I, I did go to class, but there was a nice synthesis where with, especially a lot of the recording classes where they just kind of let me show them what I was doing to get by for some of the final projects and shit. Yeah, it's uh, you were taking a hard look at Metalworks at one point, right? We had looked at yeah, my so my son went out uh, for this. So we had looked at Metalworks. We had looked at um, Nimbus in BC. He ended up going to OER in London. Yep. Great so, school. Yeah, yeah. He so he just graduated from that last summer. Awesome. Yeah, but Metalworks is, Metalworks is like the probably the most well known across the country. I'm assuming. Definitely, it's got the name behind it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's just. Uh, I mean, I think they just yeah. kind of got to it first. Like they were kind of. Them and like Trebis and Harris were kind of like doing the recording arts right. thing before it started to really, really catch on now. Yeah, and I wonder. Uh, I wonder what the difference is like between experience that you would get at uh, a private college like one of those versus like the the program at Fanshawe, right, in London. I think I think the program at Fanshawe, from what I hear, is fucking amazing. Same. Um, yeah. I'm, and I know a lot of people who came out of that program and are doing quite well. Yeah. Um, so I yeah, it's all getting pretty good. My, yeah, I, I would be sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go for it. I was just gonna say I'd be interested to even know how different it would be now for what they're teaching because I know like DJing and all that stuff. A lot of the stuff there's like some there's a borderline of things that like can't be taught, but there's like the fundamentals. All those places can ingrain in you. Like fuck, if I didn't, if we didn't know how to record, I don't know what the fuck we would be doing yeah. because it's an expensive enough endeavor promoting your music, let alone and dealing with labels, but. <laughs> if you if you're coming into a situation and you're fucking 30 40 in the hole on the record yeah. holy fuck yeah it's terrifying um, so that hey i'm i'm a big advocate of artists knowing how to record yeah. and produce it's getting I, I, easier and easier to do it too i had a brief stint at fanshawe i was trying to go i was signed up for the radio broadcast program and uh oh. but you gotta do a year of general studies before that i don't like i just left four years of general studies so yeah no, no fucking shit, shit again man. Yeah, exactly. So I just and uh, we're doing English again. Catch yeah, exactly. Eye again, it's like, yeah, I've heard of the Shakespeare fella. I don't think I need him ever again in my life. Thank you. <laughs> but have you heard of Bill Shakespeare? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, but uh, like, uh, it's it is pretty incredible that you can access um, all across the country, even on the East Coast. I'm pretty sure there are, there are some pretty legitimate programs for people hoping to get into the audio engineering game. For sure. Yep. It's, it's a not, fun endless game yeah it really is yeah so um now that the record is out what do you have your eyes and ears set on for mountainhead well touring obviously that would be a nice one so we can stretch our limbs out of here a bit but yeah uh, we got a couple of shows on the docket and uh, cool. we're looking to yeah to tour a little a little widely we're playing uh the horseshoe in may mm. and then we're going to la for a, a showcase and then you know some some ontario dates but we're looking to get across canada and Stretch the legs. Yeah. Um, backseat, the single has gone to radio. Let cool. it out already did its thing at radio last summer. Um, so yeah, just and I mean we keep making music. So we're looking to just keep, keep releasing it. Keep releasing and keep moving. And uh we got clogged up a bit there with the COVID thing, but yeah, for sure. It definitely well, you guys uh, you didn't let that get you down at all. Like that's one thing. If anybody is just discovering you, there is just such a mountain of content to go through because you guys like <laughs> 
It's pretty good. Hey, it's my that's that that's the dad and me coming oh, out. Hey, big time. Love it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, is that uh, like, do you guys just have fun with it? Is it a conscious kind of uh, on on the back end of thing? Going, we need to be out there in front of people all the time. What could we do to do that? Where does it all come from? Because you guys are incredibly busy on all of the various platforms. Yeah, it's just. Uh, I mean, it, we try to keep like a structure to just keep uh, to keep us from descending into chaos which is pretty easy for us to do um, so but but we also like we're not really into the whole pander bear thing going on out there so we're trying to we don't you know we don't want to do things with ill intentions so with the content we basically are just doing things that we do anyways you know we've been making those like really short podcasts usually on a sunday we'll chill and chat and like maybe discuss what we're gonna like do for now. the week do what we're doing right now right uh but and just like you know making those little quick songs keeps you a little sharp with with logic and with all that shit like just trying to do things that we do anyway and not resent the fact that we're being like <laughs> in front of the camera because like anyone's suggestion now is like uh tiktok uh covers on tiktok yeah like that's the that's the key there that's what what there is to do and i mean shit we we got some good success off of doing that wu-tang cover but like shout yeah shout out to the Wu for that but it's uh you know, it's a balance between keeping ourselves busy with things we want to do and just staying focused on the music and not getting too distracted about what our neighbors are doing. And by neighbors, I mean anyone in the world. That shimmy shimmy ah cover, I really really dig it. But like, where where what was the what was the catalyst of deciding to make that? Other than it being a killer song, oh. it's a pretty funny one. So, like, we had our very first show ever, I guess May two or three years ago. And we we had like eight songs at the time and we we're like fuck we need a cover and we were like we're like fuck we don't want to do like what are we gonna do fucking spirit in the sky like what covers <laughs> like, what, like what's the point of doing any of these songs that like all you're gonna do is disappoint someone when it's not the song and for whatever reason we we're just like let's do a fucking hip-hop cover mm -hmm. because then we can be free we're obviously not going to do what odb is doing we're obviously not going to play the beat so we can kind of do our own thing with it and for i don't know how we picked shimmy shimmy yeah. it was probably because we obviously were big, big wu-tang fans yeah, yeah. and, and like, all dirty and we had kind of been fucking around with we'd been getting our vocal blend better and that kind of we just kind of set it one day and uh decided to do it but basically we played that show that first show we played shimmy people loved it we woke up the next day we were hung over as shit and we were kind of like kind of like tiptoeing around each other like being like are we gonna work and do something today or are we gonna just fuck off because we really want to just fuck off and we fucked on and uh, <laughs> we went down there and we did it and like for whatever reason you know we we recorded it live off the floor for no reason like we were shit, shit mics like yeah. we have great mics here and we could have done such a better job the filming was kind of horrendous but it didn't matter like in the end uh, we put it out there and we we really had no intentions of getting a repost but it happened and uh it was great it was a cool it was a cool experience and it i mean was. if we need if we wanted a nod from anyone i guess the wu-tang would definitely be it no kidding, <laughs> no kidding. it's uh sounds like such a the, the possibly the most natural way of approaching a cover 100 <laughs> yeah. percent. you know what i mean <laughs> like fuck on over. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah, on baby fuck on. shimmy fuck shimmy yeah <laughs> and look at look in the hip-hop world because you can be free you can be free. You don't have to. If you're going to do a Zeppelin song, someone's going to spit on you for not sounding like Robert Plant, John Bonham, and fucking Jimmy Page all, all at once. once. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if there's, if uh, like what you guys did with Shimmy Shimmy Yacht is very much 
your own it is very much not odb you know what i mean like yeah there's yeah. uh, it's pretty amazing how how unique it is and we talk about covers a lot all on the, the time show. and i just like i you know I, I love covers pete hates covers typically i hate covers because of the exact reason you just said like if somebody if you if you have to live up to what the original was like i've already got the original yeah. i don't exactly. like right it's you exactly. know it already exists it already yeah. exists i like it i know what i'm familiar with and i love it so give me something yeah. give put it through your filter and let me hear yeah. your take on it which i think is exactly yeah. what you guys did it sounded phenomenal yeah, when yeah, they say when, when they yeah. say Petty is rolling in his grave at that cover, it's not actually Petty. It's Pete just sitting here <laughs> fuming. <laughs> Amazing. Um, any other hip hop songs that you guys jam to? We've done uh, next episode. It's on only on YouTube and SoundCloud. Right. We did we did with like sitars as the the lead thing that Dre has. It was pretty cool, but to play pull that off live is near impossible to play that and, and sing these lines over top of it mm -hmm. yeah we like to push that a lot but that one's really tough yeah we put ourselves in that conundrum a lot where like the vocals are a pretty odd counter rhythm to the music so when we we'll write these songs produce them and like you record the guitar record the vocals and you go to learn to play them and you're like oh fuck <laughs> one of them are like strummers where you can just kind of be free to do your thing like they're all like locked and you're like on this tightrope and you're like fuck and each time we're kind of like, is this even possible? And it starts out as an impossible task. Hurting and your brain. You're like, ah. You finally get in there and gets unconscious. And you're like, oh, thank you. It's in there now. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> and each time I'm like, okay, we're good. We like, we've learned how to do this now. And then next batch of songs. Next batch of songs. Descent again. Oh, no. <laughs> you a child each yeah. time. Oh, no. Um, so with the Backseat EP, and, and this is a genuine question. Yeah. Um, uh, you and I are in a bar. You, we've never met before. You tell me that you're in a band. I want to listen. And I ask you, what what is, what kind of music do you guys play? What is the answer? Oh, fuck. This one's <laughs> su super electric rock. <laughs> Great. That, okay. A, yeah, that adds yeah, up. I nice. like that. I like that. Because <laughs> I, awesome. I, I, I was struggling. I've been struggling to figure out. And I don't love narrowing down to a, a specific genre. I, I think that's pretty overrated in most cases. But uh, the back CDP specifically is... Uh, and I, Oh, I guess it's also fair to say to our, our listeners who are not watching this or, or have not seen the image of Mountainhead, um, what you play does not necessarily to me or to, to traditional in the traditional sense to what you guys look like. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Little, doesn't all match up. Yeah, yeah. We get a lot of Freebird yelling at us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, that's honestly like when I saw Halton Hills and you see the hats and the beards, you just automatically think some sort of Southern rock, Skinnerty kind of whatever. Which I don't even think it like that's not like it's not like a hugely popular genre out there to begin with, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we used to do a lot of that. We were yeah. very Almond Brothers esque prior. Okay, okay. And you've, Grateful Dead esque. You've decided to like part ways with it, or with the past more. We, or less. we yeah, we, we were parted really we, in our heads in the into that music, but we gotta. We we were driving the car, looking in the rearview mirror, and we right. said, "Oh, we better look at the fucking windshield, see where we're going." <laughs> <laughs> um, but but I love that too because it doesn't necessarily have to be the sound of that that is the influence, right? You can use nothing yeah. says you have to use the sound as as the influence or or the or the base of what's going on, right? Because right. yeah. that music is so much more than just the sound. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. It's exactly that. So, did you did the the beard and the hair and the hat come into play during those days playing a lot of southern influenced music? It's well, I mean, if we if we give you the true origin story here, <laughs> what happened Please was do. we we uh, 
so we were in another band and we were playing like pretty jammy stuff like i'm talking six songs in a two uh, two hour and 15 minutes love it and uh we're doing (laughs) a cross canada tour and it was great and like basically an old band had fallen apart a couple weeks before that tour so we're on this tour we hired a new drummer and we were just writing songs as we went and like flying we're like fuck it the tour's already fallen or the the album's falling apart let's just do the tour as a completely different band and uh this specific drummer was really into uh psychedelics and plant medicine as we were but he had been you know traveling around and trying shit we had never heard of so uh one day we were playing the horseshoe and earlier in the day he called us and he's like yo dudes the main veins in town he's doing ceremonies we got to do it and we're like the main oh, vein okay okay we'll do it and so we played the show at the horseshoe and from the the main vein who was the shaman from his advice we didn't it was the only time we've ever played a show we didn't smoke weed we didn't drink nothing we stayed sober we drank water played a hell of a show it was fun but anyway so the next day we go to this apartment in the danforth in toronto and we like knock on the door and it opens up and there's this lady that essentially looks like the oracle from the matrix She's nice. like, come on in just sit down uh, okay. and we're like okay <laughs> so we're just sitting chilling and like have no idea what's going on we know that there's a shaman somewhere but we don't know if he's in the house or gone and so we're just chilling for about 10 minutes having a chat with this lady and the door opens and our drummer at the time drew walks in and the look on his face is not good he looks defeated sad and terrified and then the shaman walks in who's this like just the coolest looking dude ever like big bold face like headband feathers long ass hair braided and he was just like sits down with us and he's from mexico so he doesn't speak english too well and i was like yo we can go together it's all good and he's like no we're gonna go one at a time he's like let's just sit here and concentrate for a second he puts on like meditation music and we're chilling and he's like all right both of you come with me so we walk with him and we start walking to this park in the Danforth, and we're like what the fuck like like what, what are we doing here there's fucking people everywhere yeah and at this point we knew we were doing a dmt ceremony so we we're smoking dmt and uh so we're like okay maybe he's got a place deep down in the in the woods somewhere where where no one's gonna see us fucking 20 steps into this place there's 200 people around us. he's like just up here so we take like 20 steps off of this fucking path and uh he's like who's going first and i was like i'll go so he's like okay sit down and uh i sit down at the base of this pine tree and they, they form a triangle like so the shaman's here kyle's here shaman comes puts this blanket over my head pulls out like a straight glass pipe like a straight looking gra- like looked like a crack pipe but yeah it was just like eyedropper and he's like all right when i tell you to go do it and i was like okay <laughs> so i'm just sitting there and he pulls out a torch and he lights this shit and like again people everywhere yeah and there's kyle and i we have long hair and beards at the time and this shaman who looks just just as wild as we do if not wilder so yeah i hit this pipe and the first thing that hit me was like the strongest sense of deja vu i've ever had i was like what i was like i dreamt this last night and then i like kind of faded back and i was like oh this is the only dream that there ever was and like (laughs) it started this intensity started to build in my ears it was like and like i started to like tense up like i was tensing up and being like holy fuck and it finally popped and i just went completely oh limp God. all touching gone and like in a completely inexplicable realm <laughs> unexplainable stone sober mind isn't intoxicated i'm not heavy i'm not like faded back i'm pinned with it but eyes open or closed it ain't this anymore at all 
And uh, so I spun around the universe for what felt like an eternity, but it was in reality probably eight minutes. Came back down, kind of had a giggle and was like, did that even just happen? Yeah. And then Kyle went, spun around. Same thing, basically. And uh, then a dog came over to us when we all were hanging out and like licked us in the face. And the shaman's like, this is a good sign. These are the wow. keepers of this realm. I was like, okay. And then he drew a line in the sand and goes, from here on out, forget the past. And then this is basically, we were thinking about all this stuff and thinking about it. And we were like, you know what, Ben? We're doing this on our own here. Yeah, we quit our own band after that. <laughs> God we damn. Wow. And like yeah. this, so say, this park is just like this families running around playing it, kids. So in, it's in the Danforth in Toronto, in like a busy, busy spot. Yeah. And, the funny thing is, is as soon as I hit it, I couldn't give one fuck that sure. yeah, there was people there or that, yeah, the, that the, like, oh, the human oh, game even existed because it was gone. <laughs> and like no one batted an eye or bugged us. I feel like we were in like an invisible force. So strange. Crazy. Wild. Um, so yeah. Kyle, when you were watching this, like obviously you guys are, it sounds like you do your research to a certain extent with the, this kind of stuff anyways. For sure. For um, sure. Was like, what were you feeling when you're watching your, your brother go through this? It was wild because, like, I'm seeing him, like you said, going limp and doing all these weird movements. Yeah. And then behind him is, like, the shaman going, like, and then all of a sudden Ben's, like, boom, and he's straight up. And he's, like, swinging this, like, dreidel thing around. And it was very strange because when I was seeing it, but then when it was my turn to go, I could understand what he was doing when I was, like, in the experience. Like, he was, like, grounding. I was, like, I could lean on him a bit or whatever he was just like holding space for me if that makes any sense no that, that i mean yeah that's that's and incredible. that's the incredible thing too like everything in those whatever you say it probably took eight minutes altogether. everything exactly. in that eight minutes is like you vividly remember everything from those eight minutes it's like a dream it, almost like a fleeting dream it's a fleeting yeah it's there's it's, no time man yeah there exactly was, there was like anything the main the main message for sure it, it can't be you know once you open Straight pandora's box like it, you can never close it yeah uh, but the specifics, I just have like glimpses of light in my head and a feeling about it. Cause it was, again, it was the most amazing, astonishing and unreal thing you could like, I don't even know what to say about it. You just it's, can't believe it almost. Really. It's yeah. like, what, I don't know. It's what astonishing. It makes, insane. it makes no sense at all. And you guys were like, oh, well, I've always wondered what the, the hangover is on a DMT trip. Oh man. Absolutely. Like we You're went just back to gig after yeah. we went, played a gig. And it was like nothing. like nothing even happened. Like literally, once once it was done, because I came back at one point and I was kind of there, and he's like, he kind of hit me on the forehead and he's like, keep going, and work. Get back in work. there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> but he was making he was making sure we were working. Like it wasn't like, like a screw around thing. It he was, was like, like, make sure you're paying attention, because he's like, there is, it's going to be beautiful, it's going to be insane, but like pay attention and and like sort out what's going on. And it's kind of like if you can pay attention through the the height of awe and chaos i suppose you know you can it helps you pay attention through through what you would call bad or whatever it helps you pay attention more yeah um but it was fucking wild and watching kyle i knew exactly where he was at in the trip too because I, I just went through it it was almost verbatim which is strange right it's like everyone's having the same experience or like not everyone but i guess us like fuck crazy have you guys done this again uh, or gone down to south or central america we uh, we haven't yet. We're definitely going You're to. Going we to? haven't done DMT again, but I mean, we've messed around with Wachuma, which is like San Pedro cactus, and obviously, you know, LSD and mushrooms and all that stuff. Yeah. But it seems like they're all, they're all signaling to one thing, and they're all saying the same thing. 
So it's kind of like it's kind of paths there, and it's kind of like the the gaslight thing where where we say like these keys open doors you don't have to use anymore. It's like once you get the thing that it's trying to show you, you don't have to keep going back there. It's like if you if you start to think that that is the thing that's where it can be troublesome because if you're you're relying on something or you think something's giving you something where it's just showing you something that's already there right um so we do i, I would say we do maintenance work now <laughs> every you know once every quarter to make sure things are aren't getting too uh, serious and, and yeah. tight but uh responsible usage of of interesting things if, if, you, if you don't mind me asking when you do maintenance work like are you guys uh, into microdosing at all, or is it just like you know diving, taking a serious dive in every once in a while? Usually the latter, but we have been experimenting with microdosing as well, just to see see what it's like. And so far, the findings I, are quite good. I find it, at least for me, I've found microdosing when doing it, I've got like just a slight perception or attention attenuation to be like more, just like more here. Mm-hmm. where I'm noticing like the dust behind the computer. Like I'm just more in, in my body and grounded or what it's hard to say all this stuff. Cause what does it all mean? But like, yeah, just more, more aware and less like aloof, like taking kind of gives you more awareness around the moment. So you're not so you're not like scoffing at normal reality. You're kind of like fucking right about everything. Yeah. It's uh one of those things that both makes me happy and incredibly frustrated is the, uh, advance of these drugs illicit substances illegal substances as um i mean to to a point where like some of them are you could you could look at to a certain degree as steroids as like an opportunity to make a majorly positive impact on on your health your mental state blah 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 all those things insane performance enhancers and um, it's they're they're tools man i i I, right i hate the the word drug anymore i know I know a lot of this stuff. Fuck. It's, it's so backwards and wrong. It's like it, my firsthand experience versus what I've been told, there is absolutely no correlation. And I'm not advocating irresponsible use of anything because right. You like should, a hammer, you can smash your hand or build a house. Like, it, yeah, it's up to you, the user here. Moderation is uh, meditation yeah. and yoga first too. get yeah. yourself in a, in a, in a interesting balanced state before you plug yourself into a huge mark martial amplifier. Yeah. <laughs> these things are loud. They can go really loud. They go to 11 if you want them to. Well, well that's, I, I think what I like behind the message as well is again, you guys have done your research. It's not, this isn't just some frivolous right. thing to no, go. Like, yeah. You've done your all. research. You're looking for the benefit that it's going to deliver, but also, also getting over the fear of, uh, a, well, at this point, a century of right. villainizing um, substances yeah, and absolutely. therefore preventing yeah. progress to a staggering degree. So like what? Staggering exactly. degree. Where does exactly. the 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 creative process? Like, obviously, it's clearing your head up. It's getting you into the right space. But is there any like direct benefit to the creative process? Like while you're doing it, is is do you find the creativity there more, or is it just the fact that it opens up your your head and 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 you can go on later to that creative part? It's, it's a little bit of both. Like I'd say the yeah. perspective shift will get us both out of the way of like, we, we would refer to our personalities as like little Ben or little Kyle to get involved and starting to like nitpick away yeah, at all yeah. this bullshit that starts. Basically you, you clear the clouds of, you know, say I've been focused on some stupid vocal thing for so long. And then you finally knock on your head and you're like, I'm a fucking idiot. Like listen to the song, 
that doesn't even fucking matter like <laughs> it like that stuff and just like essentially now we do uh, we call it superhero training but like we try to just do things to keep ourselves in that prime state and like not have to again use anything as as an excuse or a crutch we're trying to just keep the keep the clarity and keep the groundedness here as much as possible because i find you know say we, we do a lot of yoga and, and breathing and stuff and i find the states after that are just right for creativity because you're same thing you're like suppressing the personality or uh suppressing the the ego that and when that happens then you're fluid with reality so then that's where the creative tap is open because you're just filled yeah. with infinity you're not it's not ben trying to be creative it's just creativity flowing through this receptacle or whatever the hell you want to call it are you guys doing tm or like trans transcendental meditation or is that uh just somewhere just haven't tried that haven't yeah. tried that we, okay. i mean because we always get paywall yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i want to know the fucking secret yeah. yeah. uh, we just fuck with really easy basic meditation and usually just you know like five ten minutes and but we're pretty strict on like kundalini yoga we'll do uh like cold exposure at the end of the shower for like a good few minutes and and breathing like wim hof that shit like wim hof's a fucking genius and that shit is is wild i can't believe how high you can get off air it's insane is that the uh is that san francisco fella that like no never mind i'm not even gonna pretend i know <laughs> my, my... he's a dutch he's a dutch oh is he guy. okay he's, okay okay he he's like, like the, the the ice man they call him where mm -hmm. he, he climbed everest and oh in, right yeah underwear. okay right he's got all these wild breathing techniques and like fuck we right. we tried them extensively and like it some, gets wild in it there. gets wild in there <laughs> from just air it gets wild i it's astonishing really Wow. Well, this is uh, not the conversation I expected to have today. Um, <laughs> Who knows where this is going? You know? Sunday stories. Yeah. 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 Whose podcast are we on, by the way? Are we, is it, are we on your podcast now? Is that, is that what's <laughs> happening? It's totally become something totally different. <laughs> it's a, we're sharing a mutual podcast space right now. 100%. Well, I love that. I just, like we're sitting, go ahead. I, was, I just feel like we're sitting at the end right of your end table. Of the it's table. really awesome. Yeah. That's exactly what That's, we want. That, that is the goal. Fucking right, guys. Um, it's funny, like when you when you talked about you know kind of noticing like the dust around the keyboard or whatever, and I just think of those. So just watching some of the videos you guys have done about you know the music that you've made by you know just mouse clicks and keyboard clicks and toilet seat lids going up and down. I just assume in that state you're just open to everything, and you absorb all those sounds and hear them as music. Yeah, and it's just like at those. The, the, it's just us kind of being goofy too like those are just like we've just gotten to a state whether altered or not where we try not to let the minutia stifle the creativity because right. again we, we we've we've spent big big money on music videos and recordings but the shittiest video and recording we've yeah. done still has done the best so like <laughs> you can't sit here and tell me anymore that it's like well it's got to be this angle and that we're just like fuck it and yeah with the you know the toilet like we just you can make music out of anything and it's so exactly. easy now with a microphone you just slap your knee and hit yourself in the forehead and you loop that <laughs> a bunch of times and now you got a sweet drum kit <laughs> so those have been fun that's been a fun little expansion for tiktok and reels is just making those little beats and like yeah. some of them you go back and like damn we could make this into a song yeah what's the so what's the the stage show look like you guys bring in anyone a, else yeah with three piece we got uh our drummer kevin farmer he's Kev awesome kevin uh, yeah, farmer he's out on instagram yeah um, what kind of drums is he typically playing outside he's of Mountainhead? What type of drums? Well, he, I, he's, like, he's just, he's, I don't even know. He's a fucking monster. He's really into 
to rush obviously and he's into a lot of heavier music but like he can he can fucking wail like yeah hard. yeah and we play with a lot of drummers and we've hired a lot of drummers and he kevin we've known since we're kids so right, it's right. it's that plus he works so hard and drums better than anyone yeah. um and yeah he's fuck he's amazing yeah, but uh yeah three piece live i play guitar and sing kyle bass and sing kevin on the drums and he sings uh, too yeah and, he's been singing and just pure instruments no there's no like there's no no nothing. no tracks no, really no. really no nothing, crazy man. fuck nothing. it fuck that just rock and roll because i was it. like it's it's funny electric what what do we say it was electric or electronic super electric rock super electric rock <laughs> um like I, I i don't know why but i've been listening to a ton of massive attack lately and uh wow. I think, what, what the hell no way i think dedicated i put on the other day and i was just like oh this could fit right in in my opinion could fit right in that kind of trip hop uh, that's great we get that a lot man yeah massive attack we've heard a few times and we started listening to them after those suggestions yeah. we're like damn these embarrassingly enough we didn't really listen to them before well it's a tough it's a tough band where like they you know they had a couple of pretty big commercial hits but like I, do, I don't know how it would have reached north america when those songs came out i think originally it was just like oh that's the song from the start of house and that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, the song yeah. that played in snatch i, I think that yeah. was kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah, kind no of massive attack but uh yeah, killer, killer group, and like they're awesome. So unique and uh, adventurous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's—I mean—that's kind of what we wanted to do—is just like see what we could do with guitars and and bass that like really wasn't being done. And like you know, we've been called synth rock tons of times, but like <laughs> we're we're fucking with like if you crank a fuzz pedal loud enough, like that thing will start to sound like a synth. And we're just like using different rhythms that usually wouldn't be played by guitars or bass. That seems to make it it just sounds synthy or cool and like Kyle and I learned because Kyle used to play guitar like we used to both play guitar in bands and when he started playing bass a lot more we started to realize that if we're playing these different harmonies we can start to like dance spin around this each other. thing it starts to spin this like rhythm and then you yeah, get the drummer countering that and it becomes this weird like kaleidoscope hmm. I feel like our songs were kind of like just fitting rhythms together as a kaleidoscope were you guys all like growing up were you super collaborative with each other what were you like as kids what was the relationship Classic. like there's oh, fucking yeah. Classic. this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just beating the shit out of each other. Oh, okay. On each other. But uh, it was it was actually in Fort McMurray is where, like, because he had he had been off the university and just graduated, and I was just Mr. Finance. I was here. going, I was going, yeah, nice spiked, spiked hair. <laughs> nice, uh, nice. I was, I was, I was just done my first year, and I was uh, about to break it to, to my dad, and that I was going into music and uh not that that was a big deal everyone kind of knew because i'd been i've been shreddy van halen for for a while i've been going at it but uh he yeah kyle and i just we were like on the back porch in fort mcmurray and we we're just like fucking around and i was like hey you ever smoke salvia and he's like no do you smoke weed and i was like yep and then he was like should we get some weed and then we we're just like, become yeah. best friends and like it literally happened like that and that for the i mean for the last 10 years has been like we've just been we've morphed into one person basically that share sometimes opposing like the complete opposite view. So it's kind of like a, it's a cool dance where we're kind of like yin and yang holding each other into the center and we kind of keep each other in line and we can, you, it's like we use each other as instruments almost. Mm. Interesting. interesting. God damn. All it. right. Well, uh, I have, I have lots, lots to ponder. Um, <laughs> 
But uh, I think first and foremost is is that uh, I really love the opportunity to see these guys on stage. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to see how it translates, and I'm sure you guys can't wait to get out and because there's oh, probably man. been oh. no chance to really road test these believe. at all, right? Like, yeah, well, yeah, shit, the yeah, a lot I don't of know it, if we can do it yet. Yeah, we're still we're still uh, we're still learning them, but on the tightrope. Once you uh, once you do it out in front of people is when. When yeah, you find out exactly, yeah. but we're you know we don't give a fuck. We're we're into taking risks always. So. Well, and what's the showcase in LA all about? That sounds like that'd be a phenomenal. Yeah, it's time. the it's that uh, school night. I think is it's like a popular showcase out there, and uh, like our management's out there, and we had just gotten agents out there, so we're just kind of going to meet the team, play a show, and uh, you know, show those LA. Uh, gangs that we know how to do we know how to do it a little a little differently than where we're from yeah <laughs> quite a bit differently i'd yeah. say we'll be flashing that canadian tuxedo in 90 degree weather yeah. uh, very very nice where where is the gig do you know uh it's at uh bardo it's a club called bardo right in hollywood okay cool have you guys nice been spot. have you been to la Looks before cool. no. no first time. you guys uh no yes yeah you have a, a few times oh right yes yeah. yes yeah, yes yeah, i yeah, forgot yeah yeah, yeah yeah i've done that uh where where is it in hollywood you know I'll find, I can find so like it. along the strip there. I have I have no idea. It's Luke, on. Just get back to us in May. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it is on the strip, guys. I'll send you a picture. <laughs> it's on Vine Street, Los oh. Angeles. Okay, yeah. And then where do you where do you guys hang out in the summer? Because I remember you guys do quite a bit of content on uh, what what appears to be a beautiful boathouse. Am I, am I oh, mistaken? Yeah, that was, yeah that's uh, that's in north frontenac so oh like north north of napanee kind of near kingston like an hour and a half from kingston it's it's a new uh booming cottage area yeah yep. our parents got they a got play, a weed store our parents got a place <laughs> up there so uh and the main reason we bought it or they bought it was uh the boathouse was converted into a bar so oh wow who needs who needs to put a boat in there and uh yeah kyle and i were we, we've been hemming and hawing about doing a show there for for a while and right. we were recording in the boathouse one beautiful summer day and that song that you thought sounded kind of like massive attack, yeah dedicated actually. we were recording it in that boathouse and neighbors we'd never met we saw them paddling over in a canoe cool and we're like oh, this is interesting oh, they're coming to jam and they they don't even say hi they're like it's a little loud <laughs> i was course. like i'm looking i'm looking at our our interface i'm like it's at minus 37 db this isn't even close to being loud we're like okay whatever and they paddled off and they're kind of dicks about it you know at least at least say tell me your name if you're gonna tell me to fuck fuck off off. i'll take it way better yeah um so they paddled away and then we're like we're definitely doing that fucking show so uh yeah we just we uh linked up with the local food bank we uh got a bunch of local people involved and we started yeah hundreds of boats showed up yeah hundreds of boats showed up and we played a set and it was it's we've done it twice now we raised a couple grand last year for charity from it and like fuck probably a thousand pounds of food yeah it's awesome and like awesome. It, it was it's been wild so because we, we keep just scaling it and just getting you know bigger sound systems so we had a big subwoofer just fucking smashing the water waves there was a swimming mosh pit and like <laughs> yeah probably there's probably like five six hundred people there with like yeah there's 120 boats or so and just it like we kind of had it as an idea and we mentioned it in a facebook thing and now it's turned into this like annual wild extravaganza that yeah, it's been it's that's one of our favorite shows, and it's kind of funny sure. that it's our own little thing that we've been doing. <laughs> um, where have the paddlers attended? The paddlers, oh, there's been paddlers. Yeah, there's but oh, the yeah. the paddlers. I thought it was a little too loud. You know, <laughs> oh, they, oh no, God. they actually they they leave, they leave now. 
Oh. I was gonna say they moved the fuck out. It's yeah. now it's taken yeah. over. <laughs> and uh, the problem is, is we've made a lot more friends now with that show. Yeah. So we got the whole lake on our side now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like I, I can't imagine the music is uh, it can be too no. abrasive live. No, and it's I mean? one time a year. It's one yeah. time a year. Yeah, yeah. We're usually pretty decent. <laughs> can't get out of control. Come on, who can? You know, come on. <laughs> okay, so where are the where are the girls from? The grills, they're from Scarborough, Ontario. Very nice. Is there the like a famous grill spot in in Scarborough, or do you guys have a hookup, well, or what's yeah. going on? I mean, there's for another sure. there's another funny story to this one. Really, we wrote the song "Make It Mundane," and for whatever reason, I we 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 had the hats and we got the denim jacket and jeans made, and we were just we weren't really looking for the next thing, but we wrote that song, and I felt like we had like robbed a bank and we were peeling off in a DeLorean. And for whatever reason, we had gold teeth in that vision. And I was like, we need to get gold teeth. <laughs> and, and, we, and we were like, it has been spoken. So <laughs> we, were kind of, we, we, we let it sit and marinate for a sec. And uh, we were playing a show because we were like, this could be the stupidest fucking idea we've ever had. And uh, so we were playing the show that night after we had really like pondered it. And there was a guy side stage and no one is ever side stage when we're, where we were playing. And like we sat down and he was like, yo, I want to smoke with you. And he smiled and he's gold teeth, top and bottom. And we were like, there it is. There's the link. Like, cause we didn't know anyone. Yeah. yeah. We didn't. And we we're like, there's the clear fucking sign to do this. And uh, so he hooked us up with his, with his boy, Mike. <laughs> and we went to a really dodgy part of the neighborhood. The yeah. biggest bingo you've ever seen. And we bit into uh, the molds and boy, I tell you, as soon as I bit in that mold, I sat there being like, you fucking dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> I've never felt stupider in my life right to that moment. And like, and I've always appreciated grills. It was just like for, for me and what we were doing, I just didn't know at the time. Um, but I really like them now. And then, so did you just pop them in for the interview? You're not rocking them all day long. Uh, it no. depends, man. Like if we haven't we, done promos, yet. we haven't done the promos, the but uh, <laughs> we kind of, we kind of like, we kind of pinch ourselves because like fuck you know if you're our studio's at our house and if you're in track pants and like a big hoodie like we kind of pinch ourselves but like go get the gear on because a we're not going to ever show up publicly or on social media not in it yeah so yeah. if we're in it we can always capture content and it's kind of like again a reminder to be like yo get to work like the teeth are in your mouth you're going to feel it you're gonna be like okay i better I better start singing or practicing or recording or do something it kind of like we chose our own work uniform. So grills are a way to inspire productivity. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> well, now that you put it that way, <laughs> next next week, baby, you get it. Next week, face tattoos. <laughs> Plus, like, weren't weren't uh, isn't uh, I seem to remember reading like the the reason why pirates had like gold teeth and like uh, lots of like gold gold uh, accessories was because if they like they needed money in a pinch or if they got like arrested there. or something makes sense they yep. have like a gold gold cap or just sell off or it reminded them that today i need to pillage yes today the today, gold teeth yeah, is in yeah, yeah. I, today, today I we sail today i need to pillage i need to pillage wow okay so yeah that's again grills i wanted to know about the grills did not expect that uh uh very thoughtful explanation of the the, the process that's good the whole thing kind of just downloaded itself over time. Right. We Black and gold was the too. message. So we got, you know, the gold stitching and the yep. gold buttons. Yeah, yeah. We're just trying to, we were trying to clear ourselves up and organize ourselves like one should in Stardew Valley <laughs> to, uh, to just <laughs> communicating our thing. You know, our, our, our logo is really simple. We're black and gold. Our guitars are black and gold. 
we're just trying to keep it clear while it's also quite confusing. Uh, <laughs> so, and then what were you saying about the the tattoo the tattoo situation? Okay, so yeah, you guys had oh, yeah. uh, so you guys had your uh, your tattoo artist is it David Peyote? David Peyote, Peyote yeah. yeah, yeah, David Cote. Uh, so he, you guys ended up, he ended up mixing your songs. Like you, the, he was a tattoo guy, yeah. but you guys ended yeah, up getting him yeah. to mix the song. Yeah. Everything you guys prompt is just wild stories. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I've got quite a few tattoos. Kyle's got none, but, uh, we were going to Montreal for the jazz festival and Kyle was on Reddit one day and he's like, yo, check out this fucking tattoo. And it was a tattoo to a Shiva, the Hindu God. I'm been studying Indian classical music for the last 10 years, big into, you know, just I like all the stuff that's uh, saying the same thing the psychedelics are, which Hindu philosophy is. Um, he found so he found this guy, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna get tattooed by him." So I emailed him, and uh, we started hitting it off. And uh, he started following me on Instagram, and he had seen some of the sitar videos I posted. And he's like, "Holy fuck!" Um, he's like, "I've got a sitar, but the strings are all fucked up." So I was like, "Okay, I'll bring some strings." I brought some strings, and he did this amazing tattoo on my leg. Uh, I strung a sitar. And like, you know, one of those things that you think would just be a one-off moment became like, uh, you know, we've been buds for the last eight years wow. and it was just, you know, we had lined up someone else to mix the record, like someone, uh, a cat that mixes like death from above. And, and he had emailed us and he was like, yo, send me one of your songs. Cause we, he makes music too. So we'd share music back and forth, mm -hmm. send him some music. He's like, let me mix one. And then we're like, yeah, what the fuck's he going to know about mixing man? Cause he's a, an absolutely insane tattoo talent. Like check him out at the David Cote on on Instagram because he's next level. No one has a style like him. So I thought there's no way someone who's that talented could also be dominating in the mix category. And boy, were we wrong when we received the Absolutely. mixes back from him and we were like, what the fuck is this? So that, uh, yeah, he mixed um, the first three tracks on Backseat and everything prior to that. And he's done probably 90% of our cover art. Yeah. Um, yeah, Gaslight, Circuit. We stole your head. I don't know, all of it pretty much. Yeah. So he's just been like a close artistic collaborator over the years. And it just a relationship that formed through passing art back and forth over the years, which is really cool. Do you say he's based in Montreal or? Yeah. 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 He's got a studio called Velour. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And again, great musician too. He's a fucking ringer. Yeah, he is. On all, all levels. Full on reality artist. So no tattoos for Kyle. No, no tattoos for but Kyle. I'm, I'm happy to take whatever he finds. <laughs> and like never, you're never, yeah. never tempted. I don't know. No, never been tempted. Not yet, at least, man. You got. Time. How about you? When did you get your first tat? Uh, my first tat was a hey, let's fucking go get a tattoo, and I was like, uh, okay. And so that's just like <laughs> <laughs> as like a little hidden thing here. At what age? Cool. Oh, uh, 20, 20, 21. Okay, I was in Vancouver, okay. and then yeah, I I tried to. Try to get at least two every year. Two every year. That's the that's the I like rotation. That. Yeah, they're small. They're pretty pretty small. They're you know not not too sick, big, but yeah. I try I try not to. I didn't you know I have I have some people that like to just go fucking whole hog, and just get <laughs> it all done. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. don't have the funds for that, and uh, I'm a, I can be patient with that True. kind of stuff. So and don't worry about it, Kyle. I was 46 when I got my first. So <laughs> okay, I was, hey. I was just gonna ask. Oh, right there. Yeah, I did. yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Nice. That looks good. Did you have? Do you have just one, Pete? I, I'm so far just one. Funds is kind of the biggest reason why. Yeah. It isn't. yeah no I've got really. ideas for more, so there will be more. But cool, man. Yeah, they're expensive. And the other thing is, I, to what you're saying is like, I I was going, I was burning it for a while, but I was like, I got a lot of life left. There's a lot of artists. Like, I got to keep 
I got to keep some space. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Because I'm going to run into some shit and I don't want to be like, oh, 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 I got a fucking Mickey Mouse. I can't get that. <laughs> it's so it's so it's kind of a it's almost stressful to a certain degree when you yeah. take all the factors that could influence you to a get a tattoo or not. And then you factor in the, the artists themselves, because like I'm at a point now where um, I'll latch onto an artist and like the, the last tattoo basically I was just like, Hey man, like, what do you want to do here? He was like, Oh, well, how about we do this? Okay, let's go. So like, I, don't, I, I don't even really want to see it at this point. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate the fact that this person <laughs> is contributing their art to my canvas, I guess. Yeah, for sure. That's I, awesome. I man. dig that. Yeah. Awesome attitude. So yeah. And I don't have very many good ideas anyway. So, and, or they don't want to commit to my, my concepts in the first place. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't been tattooed in, in a while. I got a big, big, big chest piece from David Cote and it's not even finished and it hurts so fucking bad that I have had my tail between my legs ever since. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fucking devastating. What 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 is it like? Is it like your full like top half or it's like yeah, there's a big Oh holy shit, dude. Oh wow above my navel. Wow. Like it's and it's uh that looks awfully like painful yeah it was and it, at one point like we were sitting there and he's like look i was like dude this is bad and like i'm usually okay but he was like all right we got two options i can put on way bigger needles and take half the time it's gonna hurt way more he's like well, we stick with this i was like bring out the rake baby <laughs> and he bought that thing out and i was like oh my god i felt yeah. like fucking, like there was just a pitchfork like <laughs> <laughs> yeah how's that sound kyle appealing yeah. oh I can't, i'm gonna sign up tomorrow <laughs> he's, uh, he's on his phone booking an appointment right now yeah. um yeah some someday there will be enough money and time and ideas to yeah. cover yourself head to toe it'll be glorious yeah, patience Absolutely. patience is key with tattoos yeah, I think it's pretty important. I mean, it's a funny seeing all the, you know, it seems like uh, it's almost like a trend now is getting tattoos erased. Yeah. F lasered yeah, off. Licking stick is back, but it hurts a little more. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It looks very painful. So I hope never to uh, reach that point. Yeah, same. Um, okay, well, that's, uh, again, so a, t a tattoo artist who becomes your your uh, very, very close artist collaborator. Yeah, exactly. Wild. Uh, that's pretty cool. Well, I might I might have to search that up. I'm I'm going to Montreal in June, and I would love to be able to set oh, aside a couple Check hours. Check out Peyote, dude. Yeah, it's he's it's 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 insane. Yeah, I will have to. Uh, it's it's very I mean, helpful I'd, information. Probably sounds like you might have to get on that now. If yeah, oh, he totally. sounds like he books up pretty quick. But say, yeah. yeah, just say just say uh, Ben from Mountainhead tipped you tipped you onto that. All right, all right. I will. I'll, I'll, we'll be in touch. We'll be in touch. <laughs> I'll send I'll send him a text too. I'll be like, look, man. I got the best canvas. Back <laughs> piece. Yeah, he's open to anything. <laughs> <laughs> we mean anything. Um. All right. Well, you know what? What What else we got, Pete? I think I I know you guys got other uh, shows you got to jump on here. So, it, it, like any full blown touring, like if you got anything planned that we can kind of say maybe you're going to be out here at some point. We're working on it. You know, we got uh, we just linked up with the with new agents or our first agents last summer, and we're just kind of we're grooming the whole scene. The but we're here. we're coming to the west for sure, and uh, you know, Mountainhead in the mountains, we kind of have to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I feel like you you got yodeling around the hills. Yeah, I feel like you guys could uh, probably get some pretty good stampede gigs. No, oh for sure. Yeah, have you looked into that? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna going we're to gonna it. get the we're gonna get our agents on the way. There they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, on. yeah. They're I mean, on. there's only like 300 shows a day for like 10 days. <laughs> yeah, 
It's got to be a spot somewhere. Oh, shit, we'll, we'll fucking we'll ride a Bronco. Up the <laughs> um, anything else you guys want to add? I mean, we we kind of we didn't really touch on the new record too much, but uh, congrats again. Hey, thank you. Thank very you. Much. Yeah, Go just, give it a spin. Give back speed a spin. Yeah, check it out. Listen to the whole thing. Listen to our other tunes, and uh, there's a plethora of content out there. We're just gonna keep on serving it up. So check it out. Online.com. <laughs> perfect all right well the hannah brothers mountainhead good to meet you guys yeah you too. peace out thanks guys appreciate it Glad we could do this yeah that's awesome Thank yeah you guys. yeah when you guys get out here we'll uh we'll hook up and do something in person 100 love, love it yeah we got a sweet green screen for some fun video content so yes perfect yes we are into that we got to set that table in rl yeah hell yeah Agreed. hell yeah bring that shaman <laughs> uh, yeah. we'll get a hold of maestro all right peace boys okay thanks guys thank you peace guys yeah what a chat that is a, quite amazing and a little bit of a world i'm not super familiar with as yep. i'm sure you probably know so it's uh, like <laughs> that's fair that's fair yeah yeah that's fair uh honestly i just i i it, it was a very good learning experience yeah no absolutely i mean i i guess i grew up in it too but you probably had far more of an extreme exposure to substances, right? Like in a, a fear factor kind of way. Uh, like did you do dare? Yeah. I mean, I guess there definitely would have been a little bit of that. Do you remember Nancy, Nancy Reagan? Are you no. a little, little young for that? No. Wasn't Nancy remember. Reagan like the, the Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The big right. anti-drug right. cop. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. One hundred percent. Yes. That's right. She was. Yeah. 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 So yes, there were definitely many things that were well, like they say, you, you talk about the connotations behind. You know, there's a lot of negatory connotations oh, behind, even just with something like mushrooms, which right is yeah, like something that's been villainized for a long, long time, continues to be, yeah. but is also proving to be quite beneficial in in some respects. And it's really funny. It's so because yeah, I mean, there were mushrooms at high school dances. There were oh, for hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah. So mushrooms. There was you know obviously hash mm -hmm. was was big. Obviously there was lots of pot. Lots Nothing of cocaine. Too, well, cocaine definitely in later years for sure. There's a Co lot of lot of cocaine. A lot of cocaine around these parts, I feel. Yeah. Especially, I don't know what Didsbury would have been like yeah. during high school necessarily. And I didn't necessarily swim in those waters yeah. a whole bunch, yeah, so yeah. I wasn't completely exposed to it a bunch. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's definitely not a drug I understand. Yeah. At all. But, but uh, again, coming back, so it doesn't like, and I and I like that they kind of brought it around as well. It's not necessarily um, like an endorsement to go out and just try this all willy nilly. No. But no. there's actual science behind it somewhat right and there's research to be done mm -hmm. and you decide it's right for you yeah and something that's going to be beneficial for you it is interesting though like for them to be at a point where i mean obviously they knew someone who knew someone in terms of that shaman experience with the dmt trip but like that's just the commitment to to doing that in a park in toronto with someone that you've just met yeah. that's like you got to be real confident. I think it would help to have your brother there. 100%. <laughs> I think that I, would be I honestly, huge. I honestly, I try to put myself in that position and think, like, how would, like, at some point, I'm going to have something click in my brain go, this isn't a Like, if it was you and I, there's no way it would <laughs> I think happen. We're turning around and, like, no, oh, this ain't, this ain't kosher. <laughs> um, anyways, I really, really love that chat. And, uh, yeah, shout out to, to Mountainhead for, for a pretty killer. Yeah, idea. great guys. And, and again, just the content that they put out there. Uh, they're, mm -hmm. they're just always creating, and I love as well. He brought up about intent. I think he talked a little bit about intent, and I think you and I have had conversations about intent before. Yeah. What's your intent behind doing what you're doing? Yeah. And it comes from a, a very 
natural creative space with these guys. Yeah, very low, no pretension or pretentious behavior involved, it seems. But, fuck uh, on. Yeah, fuck on, baby, fuck on. Um, so yeah, shout out to Mountainhead. Shout out to Ryan and Riley, our producers extraordinaire here um, at Communal Creative Studios in Red Deer, Alberta. And a big thanks to Ghost Services, Inc. and Bose Barn Stage. Bose Barn a, Stage, you were there the other night. Did a show last night. Yeah, how was which that? Which was pretty friggin' amazing. Yeah, you said it was very cool. Yeah. Yeah, That's very, awesome. Uh, Clayton Bellamy and the congregation put on a show. The uh, Country Music Awards are in Red Deer tonight. Did you know In that? Red Deer? Yeah. The, the Alberta? Alberta country. Oh, okay, Sorry, okay. The Alberta Country Music Are you Awards. going to that? I uh, know. No? You didn't get an invite? No invite. Okay. I wonder who's going to win. The guy with the hat. Uh, that's probably fair to assume. Fair to assume. <laughs> and the um, trunk. <laughs> and the um, well, Pete, what, what, else, what else do our listeners or viewers need to know like subscribe share leave some friggin reviews already even if they're nasty i said did you get a nasty one the other day i thought is that was something you i made that about? up that wasn't a real review no what did i say wasn't I it i remember you had the name and everything didn't you toby i think i call him i think his name was toby or something toby uh, with his two star toby's two star reviews that's his thing yeah uh fuck on with your reviews for the road the stage <laughs> on uh wherever you review anything that's the biggest lesson to take out of today fuck on get the just hit like and subscribe already and uh and we'll do it again next when are we fucking on next <laughs> we'll fuck on wednesday 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 The Road the Stage is produced by Ryan Cooley and Riley Sir Yin at the Communal Creative Studios in Red Deer, Alberta. In partnership with Go Services Inc., Sawback Brewing Co., Tourism Red Deer, and Bose Bar and Stage. <laughs>